Welcome to Emily Rose Meditations. I'm your host, Emily, and today we'll be engaging Julian of Norwich to help us wonder about God's relationship to truth and what that says about us. This is the 78th chapter of Julian of Norwich's long text entitled Revelations of Divine Love. Take a deep breath, and wherever you are, let your shoulders relax, let your attention settle, and I invite you to open your heart to these words. In his mercy, our Lord shows us our sin and our weakness by his own sweet, gracious light. For our sin is so vile and so horrible that in his kind courtesy he will show it to us only by the light of his grace and mercy. It is his wish that we should have knowledge of four things. The first is that he is the ground from which we all have our life and our being. The second, that he protects us mightily and mercifully in the time of our sin and among all the enemies that fall upon us so fiercely. And we are in the greater peril because we give them the opportunity and do not know our own need. The third is that he protects us with kind courtesy and lets us know that we are going wrong. The fourth is how steadfastly he waits for us with unchanging face, for he wants us to turn to him and unite with him in love as he is united with us. And so, through this gracious knowledge, we may see our sin profitably, without despairing, for we do really need to see it. And this sight will make us ashamed of ourselves and break down our pride and presumption, for we really must see that in ourselves we are nothing at all but sin and wretchedness, And so, through our sight of the lesser part, which our Lord shows us, the greater, which we do not see, loses its power. For in his kindness, he moderates the sight for us, for it is so vile and so horrible that we could not bear to see it as it is. And so, by this humble awareness, through contrition and grace, We shall be severed from everything which is not our Lord. And then our blessed Savior will heal us perfectly and unite us to himself. Our Lord applies this severing and healing to people in general. For he who is highest and nearest to God may see himself as sinful and needy along with me. And I, the least and the lowest of those who will be saved, may take comfort from him who is highest. So our Lord united us in charity when he showed me that I would sin. And because of the joy I felt when I beheld him, I did not pay attention to that showing immediately. And when our kind Lord stopped and he would not show me any more until he had given me the grace and the will to pay attention. From this I was taught that though we may be lifted up high in contemplation through the special gift of our Lord, yet at the same time we must have knowledge 
and sight of our sin and our feebleness. For without this knowledge, we cannot have true humility. And without this, we cannot be saved. And I also saw that we cannot gain this knowledge by ourselves, nor for many of our spiritual enemies. For they do not want so much good for us. If we were left to them, we should not see it until our dying day. So we are greatly indebted to God, who for love will show it to us while it is not too late for mercy and grace. God is truth. God cannot avoid or deny or cover up what is reality. We humans, Julian sees in herself, can tend toward denial, avoidance, even delusion from what is true. We use these as coping mechanisms when there's something big and scary in front of us. Just as Julian describes sin in the beginning of this chapter. But the good news is that we're never left alone to reckon with reality. We're never abandoned to truth under judgment. God is always present with you. Thank you for joining me today. The peace of Christ be with you.